Welcome to How To Feel Better with me, Ruth Kudsey. How You Feel Better is an inside job and we're gonna be delving into ways that you can enhance the way that you feel about yourself and lead a happier and more fulfilling life. I'm Ruth Kudsey, a master certified coach, best-selling author and coach trainer, and I'm delighted to have you here. I'm not sure about you, but most of us want to be more productive. We want to do more in less time. We want our performance to be better. And really, this often seems like the ultimate quest. We have so many apps and ways that we can save our time. But I'm going to be delving into something which is a lot easier than downloading an app or giving yourself another thing on that never-ending to-do list. Just a little point. I don't actually use to-do lists, but I know a lot of people that do. So if you want to perform at your best, there is a really great thing that you can do. You can focus on your positive emotions. If we have a higher rating of life satisfaction, which we know can be around that work-life balance and actually having some kind of balance. I'm not sure if I like the word balance because it sounds like it's always off kilter. And actually, to be honest, it often is because we test things, we trial things, we see what works, but we see what doesn't. But the more that we are satisfied with our lives, the more that we are content, which is a word that I love, the better our performance. And Sean Acker has done a lot of work on this, if you want to read any more. But isn't this interesting? That actually, and if we're looking at the context right now, the four-day work week has been trialled in the UK. And the evidence is pretty overwhelming. People feel better. People feel that they've got a better work-life balance. And productivity, performance and revenue have increased. So it seems to be that this hustle hard, work hard, dominant paradigm is changing. Now that doesn't mean that we don't need to put in the effort. But actually this blended approach to work and to life seems to work much better for many people. And there's lots of reasons why. Ultimately, when we feel better, when we're not stressed, we can maximise our cognitive function. When we are well rested, we can maximise our cognitive function. So we have all of this evidence from positive psychology and psychology about how we can perform better. However, we do need to make sure um, that we are considering how this looks for us. So being happier is good on every measure in our lives. Now, this isn't about toxic positivity. This is about actually more propensity to feeling positive emotions. When we feel more positive emotions, when the balance is towards positive rather than negative, then our well-being increases. And I actually read some research yesterday about how being outside can help us increase those positive emotions and is actually more effective at treating symptoms of depression and anxiety than medical interventions. Although I would always look at these studies with caution because it does depend on the severity of your symptoms. But if we know that people are happier, 
then they're going to get better results. If we're looking at performance, we should think about how are we listening to our teams? How are we listening to ourselves? And what actually makes us feel happy? It's no surprise that employees who are happier, who have higher levels of life satisfaction, take less time off. And we know that one of the key ways of measuring performance is actually, are people there? You have to be there to be in the game. We know that. But equally, people who are happier, people who have that positive outlook and experience more positive emotions on a regular basis are more effective on customer service. And if you've got a mantra like me, which is all about customer experience, then you know that happy customers are the best marketing tool that you can give. And also it gives you joy. You want your customers to be happy. You want them to achieve. Otherwise, why set up your business in the first place? So that's for people who are in business. But it's the same if you're working in an organization. Nobody enjoys dealing with people who aren't happy. However, that isn't saying that we need to hide those negative emotions, but we can consider how we show up. Because ultimately, the only person that you can control is you. And you are able to be proactive and intentional about looking at your emotions and thinking about, okay, what does make me happy? What does give me joy? How have I designed my life so it works for me? And I find this really, really interesting. Obviously, as a business owner, I have more capacity to design my life than many people. However, recently, I was speaking to my team and I'm saying to them, okay, I want to understand a little bit more about, first of all, the tasks that you do and those that you enjoy the most and those that you enjoy the least. And I was a little bit shocked, actually, because I had assumed that certain people liked things, which actually they didn't like as much, or they liked things that I thought they disliked. And I also asked them to design their perfect week and let me know what that would look like. And my role as a leader is to support them to step into that. So I need to think about things like, you know, our training schedules, when people have meetings, you know, what works for other people and also give people the autonomy and authority to say, actually, I'm going to set my working hours. And it's something that I have been working on for a long time. I wouldn't say that this has been something that's happened overnight. It's been an evolution of the business, but it's also only been possible now because of the depth of relationships with people. And that's taken time and learning, especially on my side. And rather than thinking of a sticky plaster saying, what will make you happy? It's about that deep listening, getting to know and understand people. And again, we can translate this to any environment. We can translate this to a relationship. We can translate it to an individual. We can translate it to a working context. Understanding what makes you tick, but also understanding what makes others tick and makes them happy means that you can start to not only create the life that you want to live, but support those around you in doing it as well. So as I said, not only does being happy help results, 
in a study of a meta-analysis of studies, they found that actually, if people are happy at work, productivity is up to 31% higher. That was Lebonsky, King and Diner. And sales were 37% higher, creativity three times higher. And do you know, one of the key determinants in that study that they found was this idea of social support. And those people that provide the most social support are 40% more likely to get a promotion. So what does that mean? Well, it means that collaboration actually does pay dividends. It means that working as a team is actually something that improves performance. And I know that not everybody is a natural team player. However, if we are able to build collaborative relationships with others, it can make us happier and it can mean that we are more engaged and more likely to perform better. So what do I want you to do? Well, I would take this as a reflection point and think about, okay, right now, how do I honestly feel about my life, my working life and my personal life? And what would I need to change to feel better, to be more content? Where can I carve out time which will help me be happier? What actually makes me happy? Have we sat down and looked at that recently? Where do I get that happiness at work? Where do I get that engagement? Where do I get that joy? So I went wrong with this about two years ago in my business. I got somebody in to support me and they said to me, if you want to scale your business even more, you need to come out of it. You need to stop doing the delivery. And what happened is I came out of it. I stopped doing the delivery and I was doing a lot of operations. And I was really, really unhappy because actually what makes me happy and what energizes me is being around people, training, sharing what I think is interesting and fun around positive psychology and psychology and neuroscience and coaching. I love it. I love coaching people. I love being in the room with people, whether that virtually or in person. And because I was doing so much more of the admin and the management, I was not happy. And because I was not happy, that impacted the culture of the business. And equally, because I wasn't doing what I loved and what I'm really good at, that also impacted the business. Now, I made the decision quite quickly to turn things around. I now train at least three days a week. I absolutely love it. Of course, I do have holidays, I do have breaks and we've created things so I can have, you know, well, the whole business can have things like August off, Christmas off um, and half terms, etc. So people can be flexible. But I needed to go through that. I needed to realise where I was engaged, where I was happiest was a sign from what I needed to be doing. And actually, it didn't matter about scaling to the extent that people were talking about because I was really happy with where my business was and we were building on that, we're growing and you know that was my happy place. So sometimes this is about turning off the noise and really tuning into you and saying okay what do I need and if you're working for somebody else this is about having a conversation with your boss and saying I love doing this thing. How can I do more of this? 
you know, showing them where you thrive. It's about really considering and being intentional with how you can create more contentment, more appreciation and more happiness in your life. Because ultimately, we never know what is around the corner. And I think the more that I have grown older, I celebrated my 45th birthday very recently, the more that I've realised it's about quality. It's about the journey. And the more that we can enjoy the journey, the more we can live a life of no regret. I would love to know what you have learned from this episode and what you're going to action. Drop me a message on Instagram. I'm always open to your DMs. Have a wonderful day. I hope that you've got some practical things that you can take away so that you can feel better. If you have enjoyed this episode or if you've got any feedback at all for me, hop on over to Insta, find me at Ruth Kidsey and drop me a message. I will be delighted to talk to you. Take care.